0: Hey everybody, welcome to Merit Sanctified, I am Tim, this is my beautiful wife Janie. (laughs) Uh, Hey, this is our first video podcast, and we are so excited, babe. How about you? I'm
1: really excited.
0: Man, this has been awesome. We've been waiting a long time for this, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's finally here. So we are so glad you guys joined us, and we have a lot to say about marriage. What do you think, babe? Yes, we do. (laughs) Hey, Janie and I have been married about 22 years now, almost 22 years. Uh, We have three beautiful children, one's in the Army, one's in college, and one's in high school, and God has put it on us heart to start this marriage ministry. Uh, we've been coaches for several years now, yep. and uh, helping people with marriages, strengthening their marriages, yep. and God just said, you know what, I want you all to do this a lot more. So this is what he came up with, this podcast.
1: That's right. And we do this because this is our way of giving back to God. Yes. Um, he helped save our marriage in time of crisis. Yes. And um, this is our way of serving the Lord. We're just have we passionate about marriage yep. and um, talking about marriage and helping people just uh, strengthen their marriage and coaching uh, people with marriages right. and just teaching about what it is to have a biblical marriage.
0: That's awesome. So I want to start off by saying that... Uh, Have most of you heard of John 3.16? Yes. Um, And this, I want to read this in the Bible, but this is a big part of why we do this. Yes. So let me read this real quick here. Um, So it says, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Yes. So... What do you think about that?
1: Well, I think it's very important um, that you understand that what we're going to be talking about right. in these podcasts is Christian marriage. Yes. And so basically, if you don't know what that means to be a Christian or you don't understand salvation, uh, basically what Tim just read sums up the gospel. Yes. Um, but please get with us. Um, you can reach us out on social media or through our website or just email us. And we would love to walk you through that and talk to you about what that means. Because when you say that divorce is majorly under attack...
0: Wow. I can tell you right now, yeah. there's some updated uh, statistics that we just read and yeah. it kind of blew my mind away. They said that 50% of first time marriages end in divorce. Yep. 50%.
1: And if you've been married twice, that jumps up to 60%. 60%. And then what third marriages were?
0: For... 73%. 73%. 3rd marriages. Now, you know, this is Janie is my third wife. Yes. Uh, and I am Janie's second husband. so... Yes. We've been fighting a battle for many, many years, Yeah, you know, and, uh,
1: statistics say it all.
0: (laughs) That's basically it. Yeah. I mean, so
1: also, um, the U S we are sixth in the whole world and highest divorce rate. So that's not something we want to be leading in. And, uh, Tim and I, we know we're just one couple, but we're doing whatever we can, our part to try to help, uh, bring those statistics down.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, Hey, we're so glad y'all joined us. We're going to get right into it. Um, So, babe, you want to start off?
1: Sure. Um, Well, basically, we said we're going to talk about what a Christian marriage is and basically what a biblical marriage is. So for us, we came up with our own definition of a biblical marriage. Um, It's that it's a covenant between two believers with God, led by God, founded on biblical principles um, with the purpose of serving the Lord in his kingdom. So I would say that that describes... Right away, uh, yeah. what we consider biblical marriage to be, and that's how we're going to be uh, doing these podcasts. Yeah. That's how we do our teaching through that perspective. Yes. We think that's very important to be able to look at your marriage through that biblical perspective.
0: Now, the definition of the worldly, of the world, yeah, uh, and it probably in, in the regular dictionary, is that it's a it's a contract.
1: Right, a legal contract. A legal
0: contract. Imagine that, a marriage, a husband and wife have a legal contract, but right. guess what? That's reality. Right. That's what's happening right now in the world. You know, people How people with, are looking at it. They are, you know, not having God in your life. Exactly what it is,
1: or not inviting God into the marriage, yes. even if you are yes. a believer. Yes. We still kind of sometimes kick God out of certain areas in our lives, yeah. and uh, and we know that the Bible is a beautiful display of marriage, actually, from the beginning all the way through yeah. the end. I mean, so uh, yeah. we have to really look at it through those. Yeah. Through that perspective. So, did you want to read about yeah, marriage? Um, so, we'll start
0: off with Genesis, uh, yes. Genesis 2 18 through 24. This pretty much explains why God put marriage together here. Yeah, the Basically, purpose of right. marriage and so, the creation of marriage. Right. So, it says the Lord God said it's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper helper, excuse me, suitable for him. Yep. Now, the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them, and whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the living stock the birds the sky and all the wild animals but for Adam no suitable helper was found so the Lord God said the man to fall into deep sleep and while he was sleeping he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh then the Lord God made a woman excuse me made a woman for from the rib and he had taken out of the man and he brought to her to the man the man said this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman, for she was taken at a man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh.
1: Yeah, exactly. So right there, we see for biblical marriage that marriage was in fact created and established by God. Right there in Genesis. So if anybody ever says to you, uh, "Marriage is a man-made concept," or "This is not actually a biblical concept," you can go right to them and tell them, "No." Right in creation in Genesis, God established and created marriage, created man, created woman, and the two will become one flesh.
0: This is your. This is your. The the Bible is the our, our, our pastor that we go to attend church. He always calls it the blueprint for life. Yes. And this is your blueprint. Everything you need to know about marriage, about yes. anything in life is right here. You just got to go to it.
1: It's so true. So, and then so secondly, we know that marriage is defined as a covenant, which we already just talked about. But in the Bible, it actually says that. So you want to read something yeah, I'm in Malachi? Yeah,
0: Malachi uh, 2, uh, 15 and 16 verses. It says, he has, he, he, excuse me, has not the one God made you, you belong to to him, and in body and spirit, he would. And what does the one God seek? Godly offspring. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful to your wife of your youth. The man who hates and divorces his wife says, "The Lord, the God of Israel, does violence to the one he should protect." Says the Lord Almighty. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful.
1: Right. And so God is speaking here, and He's not asking; He's saying, yes. "Be on your guard." Um, he's saying to treat you're the wife of your youth in a certain way. And he's saying that he hates divorce. So right there, we know that marriage is a covenant and it's with God. And so it's not just us about being in a relationship with one another. We're in a relationship with God as well. So it's very important to make sure we always invite him in. So, so talking about that, um, if we were to give a real-world a real example, um, the marital contract versus the marriage covenant, right. um, I would say that a marriage contract would just have two people, you and I.
0: Yes, that's it. That's what it, that's what it says. It's, it's just between you and me.
1: And what about the covenant, though?
0: The covenant brings you, me, and God Right. Into your marriage. Yep. This is where this is this is what you want. Yep. You don't want the regular contract where it's just you and me and that's it because yeah. that's where the problems start happening.
1: With with a bunch of uh yeah. expectations and if yeah. they don't get fulfilled, we get divorced. Right.
0: <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. So, I mean it has to do with in, in the contract, you seek your will, I seek my will, and right. we're together. We don't do anything else. Right. That's what it's about. Seeking our own individual Right. Will.
1: Yeah, and in the covenant, right. we would seek the Lord's will together. Right, right. So like when you and I have a situation where we maybe don't see eye to eye on it, we can't come together, that's when you and I pray, and we pray to God yes. to, for his will, and then we start looking for his answer, yes. and then he right. does lead us in the way that needs yeah, to happen. So that's, that's a big well, difference there. I
0: mean, you got to look at it as far as uh, you serve me and I serve you. Right. That's all it is in a contract. Right. But with God, we get to serve God, right? We get to serve our Lord and, and each Savior. other. Yeah, I with, think about that, serving right. you right. before
1: I serve me, and of course, you know, right. I, I think of, of serving God right. too. But yeah, it all, it's all about serving Him it and is. serving each other.
0: I mean, if you look back to that, what, what was the what was the purpose for the contract? Mm. Well, that was uh, keeping records, right? You know, I'm I'm going to score something better, uh. and then I going to watch her. She's going to have to do something more better than what I did, and then yeah. I mean, we were prior to uh make it to being saved we were we were uh keeping score we were keeping score i mean that was we all got the points for this and right.
1: points were taken right. away for that <laughs>
0: exactly and i mean and, and unfortunately that's a terrible way to have a relationship but most <laughs> you know I mean? people do right but and, now yep. with god in our lives but
1: as a covenant right. it changes kind of everything right. but now instead of keeping score um that's when you know grace can fill the gap right. you know when i really want to hold something against you. Instead, I need to give you grace. Instead of holding something against right, you, I need to right. give you something. Right. Um, and then also just to give you forgiveness. forgiveness yeah, that's yeah. a
0: big one. So, uh, you know, people, you guys might be sitting here thinking, well, it's not that easy. Well, you're right. It's not that easy. It takes, it takes work. It does. It takes works, but it also takes patience. Uh, you know, given, given your marriage to God yeah. is a big thing today. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't have prior to the prior to this, Back in the contract, I didn't have patience. Right. You know what I mean? It was just my way or the highway or your way or the highway, and that was it. You know what I mean? And now God has it. Now we get to go to God and say, okay, what do you want, Father?
1: Well, it's funny you say that because – by going to God right. and saying, What do you want, Father? He gives us those fruits of the Spirit. And right. I know, like, yeah. down the road, we're going to have probably several podcasts breaking down yes. each of those fruits. Right. But, like, you just mentioned patience. Patience is one of those fruits of the fruits Spirit. Of the Spirit. Yeah. They're all listed in Galatians in the Bible. But, um, that when you have that covenant and God's in there and you invite Him in, you're inviting the Holy Spirit into your marriage. Yeah. The Holy Spirit indwells in us. And it's also holding our marriage together, He is, and we get those fruits of the Spirit, so then we're able to do all that. So I'm really glad that you brought that up, too. Yeah,
0: that's, that's, that's big. I mean, just to have those fruits of the Spirit in your marriage. Yeah. Man, I tell you right now, you guys' marriage can really change.
1: For sure, so, I can't wait to talk about that later. Yeah, that's going
0: to be a good podcast. So <laughs> stay sure. tuned for that down the road. But so, I would
1: say that also for the covenant, there's three things we need. Yes. We need prayer. Yes. Together.
0: Yes.
1: Um, we definitely need God's word. Definitely. Individually that, and yes, together. Definitely. Um. And and I don't know.
0: Mutual love. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, you need, I guess.
1: Yeah, that would be yeah. mutual love. Right. Love for oh. him. That vertical relationship right. and the mutual love between See, each the,
0: other. And that was the thing that I was going to bring up. You just brought it up, the vertical relationship. Yeah. Uh, in order for your marriage to successfully uh, have God's love in it, you have to have the relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, You have to have a vertical relationship. Right. Okay, You can't have it – Rosanna right now. First you have to go to God, and yeah. then once you successfully have that relationship with God – then you can go to horizontal with your spouse. Yes. So a lot of people don't understand that. They just think, well, I'm just going to go to my spouse. Well, there, there's you have to have that relationship no matter what you have. Sure. If you don't, then God's not going to be there for you. He's okay. not going to help you. I agree. You know what I mean? So you, you have to have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ first in order for your marriage to successfully uh, – Uh, just move forward.
1: Well, and then you take that and you invite him in, like we talked about before, and then you allow him to convict you. Um, you know, you, you will have that conviction from the Holy spirit. You'll have the leading from God. Um, I think our biggest thing is we have to be open to allowing God to change us individually. Right.
0: Yeah. So let me tell you about that now. So here's the thing. So prior to being saved and accepting, uh, Jesus as my Lord and savior, Um, when we were married prior to that, uh, we would, um, how do you say it? Uh, uh, I would always be wanting to change my spouse. Yeah. That was it. It was all her fault. It wasn't me. I I was perfect. I thought, you know what I mean? (laughs) I mean that, but that's how I used to think. There's nothing wrong with me. Everything that she says, does, whatever it was her. So.
1: I'm making a big deal about it, right?
0: Everything. But so pri- exactly. <laughs> yeah. So prior to God, but even even after being saved and with God at the beginning, my mind would just say, "I pray to God and say, change her, change her, change her.'" Yeah, and nothing would happen, and I'm like, "Well, I'm okay, but she's the one who's you know she's the one at fault." So, and then all of a sudden, God started changing me, and He's like, "Listen, before we can do anything, this is the vertical relationship. It Goes back to the vertical relationship." Yeah, for sure. God said. I need to change me. Yeah. I need to change you. And I went, no, you don't. You don't need to change me. Yeah. And he's like, yes, I do. So he had to <laughs> <Me> change. <too. laughs> well, that's just it. Your vertical relationship with my vertical relationship. Yeah. So I had to go and say, okay, what do you want to do? And man, did he just change the way I see things, yeah. the way I uh, observe things. The, the way the, He just changed totally everything about me to where then, once I finally was able to start changing, I was able to have that relationship with you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so that's where it starts, though. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. You know, it's good.
1: I agree. No, no, for me, same thing. It was, and we and we teach this in our classes. Right. Uh, we learned this in another class down uh, in our old church. But basically, when you go to talk about an issue, imagine a circle that you're standing in, and you yeah. want to stand in your own circle. Right. Anything that I talk about outside of myself, if I'm going to talk about Tim yeah. or I'm going to talk right. about a friend or right. whatever, that's outside of the circle, and that's not where. I need to be focusing. I need to be staying within the circle and and focusing on myself. I need to be asking the Lord to change me, right. keep me open to change and conviction, and let the Lord work on Tim yeah. in his, his own way.
0: Right. We see we see so many couples, and we thought this. Uh, you as as you all keep watching our podcast, you're going to see that we're very transparent. Yeah. So if we have an issue that we have experienced in our life, we're yeah. going to share it with you, so it maybe helps you guys out there. Right. But you know what I mean? So we just don't make up stuff. This is no. all, a lot of the stuff that we talk about is from
1: personal experience personal experience, or we've witnessed it. with right. Somebody else. Right. And-
0: but you know, God is wants to sanctify your marriage. Yes. That's, you know, marriage sanctification. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is what it's about. So I can say is let him open up and sanctify your marriage. You yeah. know what I mean? And because man, I can tell you right now, it's just a beautiful thing when you, when you really have that relationship with God in it. So.
1: Well, that's good. So, okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, now that we've talked about what biblical marriage is yeah. and what that looks like, um, to you, what has been the biggest difference in, because we went... Several years in our marriage without Christ. This was pre-Christian. We were believers, but we weren't attending church. We weren't following Christ. We weren't living that Christian life um, that the Bible talks about that we try to live by. But um, so we had many years without that. What's the biggest difference since now that we've had Christ in our marriage and now that we have a biblical marriage? What's been the biggest difference that you've observed?
0: I believe the biggest difference in our marriage was that it was... It was status quo. Mm-hmm. It was uh, repeated mistakes, no excitement. I mean, just an okay marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have the, your straight line in marriage. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you had some argument, you know, go down, come back up. Every once in a while, you have a little hiccup up top. Yeah. But it always stayed the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just like, I don't want to say boring, but I want to say that it was just okay.
1: What if some people are okay with just boring and okay?
0: It's still not.
1: It wasn't anchored in nah, good. No, yeah,
0: yeah I mean, we didn't have God in there nah, as that I as that I mean, glue. I mean, so, but what about you? What do you think?
1: I would say the biggest difference um, with having a biblical marriage versus not is that level of oneness that yeah. you achieve. Like, so there's spiritual, emotional, and, and physical oneness. Yes. Um, the Bible talks about to becoming one flesh. Um, that's what it's about. And I think that you and I didn't get to that level of thinking in terms yeah. of oneness, um, prior to having God in it. I think prior to God, <laughs> we used a lot of I statements, you know, I, this, or my, yeah, or me.
0: Definitely did. And then yeah.
1: after Christ, that when you start to develop that oneness, which by the way, uh, that's how God is. The Trinity is, is perfect oneness. Exactly. God, the son and the Holy spirit. Exactly. Yep. So, um, it's just that important. So I think now with oneness, we use words like we and our. And sometimes when I think in terms of, okay, our finances or our home instead of, you know, my bank, my account or my home or my room, um, I think that that's where you kind of start to have that deeper level. You know so to me that's what a biblical marriage you can tell talking to somebody if they have Christ in their marriage because they use those sort of statements
0: yeah I mean it's just even after for me it was uh, you know the sanctification you know right. I mean yeah that we had together you know um,
1: individually and, and for our marriage, marriage right. that's how we came up with the right. marriage sanctified exactly. We really believe in the sanctification process yeah. um, we believe that the Lord has used our marriage um, to sanctify us both. Individually yes. and, and for our marriage, yes. you know, to, basically that means to make us more holy, uh, more like God. So um, I think that you're absolutely right. Once you have a biblical marriage, you start allowing that sanctification process to really work.
0: Yeah, you do. I mean, it's 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 just it's funny how it all you know gets going. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, so for sure. But uh, anyway, um, what's next?
1: Well, I say I would say that the next question would be: um, Did you always look at our marriage? as a covenant
0: that's a great question um no
1: right prior to god prior it was to god, probably it was, it was
0: a contract contract yeah. exactly what the definition you know the the the, yeah. by, uh, the dictionary says about it yeah you know i mean right. it's a contract it's a competition yeah you know and i mean so no it was uh i never i never prior to that no
1: you know it's funny so, you say competition because i think that's what we tend to do whether we verbally say it you know, but in our minds, right. um, keep score like, okay, you oh, know, yeah. he earned 10 points for that, or, you know, I'm going to deduct 30 points, um, you know, for that remark or whatever. Or how
0: about I bought you something better than me. Let's see how she responds. Oh, that's a great, that's so, a great example.
1: I'll get him back. Right. You know, I'm going to buy him something better and make him feel bad or yeah. something, you know? So you're right. That's where I think, you know, when you look at it that way for me, um, when I look at it in terms of a covenant, I look at you as a child of God, I look right. at Tim, my husband, right. as a son of God. Yeah, so right. if I sin against you, I sin against God. And I mean, I'm being held accountable for the words I say, the things that I do or the things that I don't do. Um, and I think that because it's a covenant, it's I really try. I'm not perfect <laughs> at right. all, right. but I really try to look at you through the perspective of God's child. And that's, that's how I invite way. him in yeah, to make way. it be more of a covenant. Like I don't want to hurt God. And if I hurt you, I'm hurting God. So, you know, maybe that means that, um, I'm not going to be sarcastic today or I'm not going to, you know, hold something against you from two days ago. Right. You know, I'm going to forgive mm-hmm. you. I'm going to let grace. Fill to the gap. It is it's very hard to do, but that's where the covenant right. relationship comes in. Because if yeah. there's another person to think of besides, you and me. Right. And, and it's God who I had that reverential fear of, you know, I know, um, God's sovereignty and his power in our life and in our marriage. Uh, yeah. And, That's and great. I also know his blessings and I just want to keep in his will. Remember so.
0: as much as maybe out there, you think you can hide, you can't. Right. God knows everything. Yeah. He so does. If you're hiding something in your marriage, God will bring
1: it to light. He'll
0: bring it to light. And no matter how how he does it, and we
1: don't say that to scare you. We say no, that because we want you to know right. want- that your your actions, right. you know, you have to account for those. Yep. So
0: we want you to have that relationship with Jesus, so you yeah. don't have to hide this stuff. You know right. what I mean? You don't have to hide things from your spouse, right? You know what I mean? Uh, lay it out there. Yes. You know, God God's on your side. That's yeah. what that's what he would, you know. He's on your that's the best way he's on your side. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. And I think this is
1: really good in terms of even temptation. And I know this yeah. is going a little bit outside of right. uh, what we're going to talk about today. We'll talk about that later. But um, you know, the Lord's prayer, you know, that that verse, uh, "lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil." Right. Sometimes just uh just a tip, this is just the Holy Spirit talking. This wasn't there you go. planned. That's what we're here um for. You know, if you feel like you're having some kind of temptation, um, in your marriage, it it doesn't even have to be, uh, infidelity with another person. It could be, uh, infidelity with your finances. Uh, we call that financial infidelity, hiding stuff, um, whatever it may be, you know, just, just pray those verses, uh, Lord, just lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. And, um his word promises that he always provides a way out for us. So for whoever that may help out there, I just wanted to say that. That's
0: great. (laughs) um, Great advice. I mean, that's awesome. So you brought that up.
1: Yep. So basically we're going to be trying to get these podcasts out, um, weekly. Yeah. Uh, but, we really want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. You can reach out to us on Facebook um, or Instagram or email us at marriage sanctified at gmail dot com get or get through us through our website. Uh, give us some comments. Give us your feedback if there 's any kind of topics that you want us to talk about. This is all about strengthening your marriage it 's not about um, yes. if you only have problems, this is even for people who don't have problems, but who just want to grow closer to the Lord together. Yeah. Um, we're going to take what the Bible has to say and, and try to apply just with regular marital topics. Right.
0: So, yeah. And if you have questions for us, yeah. You know what I mean, maybe you're, maybe it's an issue that you're having in your yeah. marriage and you nobody's been you know, been able to help you with it. Yeah. Please email us at marriage at gmail dot com. Yes. And go to our website as Janie just said, marriage dot com yep. uh, or on Marriage Sanctified on Facebook. Uh like I said and just Ask the, ask the question, you know, yep. and and maybe we'll be able to bring it up here uh, and talk about that p- yep. specific problem that somebody's having. Of yep. course, we won't say your name, but uh, you know what I mean? That's what we're here for. That's what yep. God put us here to do. So
1: exactly, we, we
0: hope you can join us. Yes. And again, thank you for joining us for our first podcast. Yes, we appreciate it. Yeah, we, uh, and uh, right now I'm just going to end in prayer, okay. and uh, and then we'll we'll end this uh, session. So okay. how about you, everybody pray with me, all right? Okay. Father God, I just want to thank you for this day, Father. Thank you for allowing us to... Uh, do this video podcast for marriage, Father, for you, Lord. Yes. This is all about you, Father. It's not about me. It's not about Janie. It's not about marriage sanctified. This is about you, Father. Yes. We do this to glorify you, Lord. We want everybody, like including ourselves, to have you in the middle of our marriage, yes. Father. That's what it's about. It's about bringing us together and working our problems out through you, Father. So, Father, we ask that you just help Anybody that's asking right now, Father? Anybody that's requesting anything from you, Father? We just pray, Father, that you're there and you're in the middle of their marriage, Father, cuz Father, we love you and we want to do we want to please you, Lord. We want to we want to do so much for you, Father, and uh, we're so excited that you're allowing us to do this, Father. So, Lord, thank you from the bottom of our hearts, Father. We just praise you, we love you, and Father, we ask that you be this wherever we go. In your precious name we pray, amen. Amen. Hey, so thank you again for joining us. We'll hope to see you all soon.
1: Next time. We'll see you next time.
0: Take care. Bye. God bless.